0: Sam Polan can skate. Sam polan has got the frame to do damage once he arrives. Sam polan has got enough offensive skill to produce some points. Why is it that I'm just not there on this kid and never have been? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're in, too. Football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Here's what I know about Poulin. I know that he's going to get a real chance from this management group, from this head coach. Kyle Dubas likes him. The overall development staff likes him. And Sullivan has always had a bit of a soft spot for him, going back to when he was 18 years old and just showed up here after being that first rounder coming here out of the queue. I think you're going to see him beginning today with the Prospects Challenge in which the Penguins are participating in Buffalo, New York. Get an actual opportunity. Now, does that mean he's going to be somebody's odds-on favorite to make the NHL roster coming out of camp. No, no. I would find it stunning if he did. Part of the reason for that is that Dubas is really loaded up on those types and continues to do so with the PTO guys he's added. The other reason is Pullen has to check some boxes And I know what his age is, and I know that he's been in the AHL for a while, and I know that he had a tough time about it over the past year, personally. Smartly addressed some mental health issues. But he's still going to have to work his way back to being seen as someone that you can trust at the NHL level. That's not me being cold. I am more than understanding and sensitive of mental health issues. But at the end of the day, the business is the business. And if you're going to employ someone, they have to contribute to your business. And there's going to be some stuff that everyone's going to want to see. They want to see the consistency in the effort and the production and the approach. They want to see a role get defined, whether that's by J.D. Forrest and Wilkes-Barre, whether that's by the development staff and Tom Kostopoulos, whether that's by Sullivan himself, because ultimately that's the aim is to get him playing for Sullivan. Who is he? What is he as a player? I found this kind of interesting from Forrest yesterday in Cranberry meeting with reporters after those prospects had a practice up there. Yeah, he's a bear. I mean, like, there's no doubt about it. There's not a lot of guys that are built like him that can control the play down low. That's uh, one of the things we love about him, that um, he's willing and wants to play the, the grind game, uh, thrives down there. Um, so, you know, uh, when, when you see somebody dominate in that area of like he does, it's, it's pretty exciting. He's a bear. I mean, that's pretty strong terms. If you had just waltzed in on that discussion In which Forrest said that, you might have thought he was talking about Drew O'Connor. And O'Connor, to his credit, has found his own role, his own niche in this organization. Maybe he's never going to be someone who works on a top six, no matter how much he'll look like he can score on occasion. Maybe he'll be that guy who just buries people on the forecheck who ends up with the puck X percent of the time. And from there, the coaching staff, assisted by analytics, can look at this and say, hey, you don't just want this guy on your forecheck, you need him on your forecheck. Well, if pull-in is that, if pull-in ends up being that, awesome, awesome, that is what you want, especially in the Sullivan system, out of your third and fourth lines. It's nice to have an an awareness of the ice. It's certainly nice to have a finishing touch. Pullen has showed both of those to varying extents. I'd say better off on the finish than he is on the vision. But it's not like he's not capable. And maybe this is the thing that's kind of kept me from really latching on to this kid as a potential real-life prospect for this organization. It's that I don't know what he is. I don't know what they want him to be when he's at his optimal. Watching him in the development camp scrimmage about a month ago up in Cranberry, I saw that he was all over the puck. It was just three on three, but his skating and his bullishness and everything else had him eating this thing basically for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yet not a whole heck of a lot resulted from it. So that's what I'm trying to, that's what I'm hoping to see develop or mature. And it's going to have to happen, I think, in short order. That's not necessarily fair to the kid, but life isn't fair. He's not a child anymore. He's going to have to show himself. He's going to have to rise up. O'Connor did it. Mulan can do it. He's going to get that opportunity when we come back, J1Q. Today's J1Q comes from Chris, who says, DK, what do you make of pretty much the entire roster coming together from all over the world? to practice and play together two weeks before the official start of training camp. I find it pretty astonishing, and I can't think of any other sport where this would happen. Well, Chris, it it does happen in all sports. In fact, all three of Pittsburgh's teams have that pattern. The Steelers have everybody uh, in camp, in the fold, way before they're required to be there. And in fact, most of those guys, unlike the Penguins and Pirates, Live in the city year round. That's kind of an NFL necessity. You're just in the space where you need to be getting the proper training, oversight, nutritional advice, everything. It's a different breed, the National Football League. The Pirates will show up in Bradenton way before they're required, particularly the pitchers and the catchers. The pitchers have to be super careful with their arms. You know, or else you can't just show up and say, hey, I'm going to throw this ball 97 miles an hour. Your elbow ligaments won't like it very much. But that's not to take anything away from the Penguins. This might be just going off a random uh, memory feel here. The biggest turnout this team's had this far in advance of the official camp date, but it's it's not unusual. It's not extraordinary by any means. It's cool. It's welcome. You want to see it. And I would say that applies doubly so to the various new members of the fold. Not just Eric Carlson, but Riley Smith, Lars Eller, Noel Chari, Matt Nieto. These guys are coming from teams where they were Important players, leader types. And Smith actually, even more so in a way than Carlson stands out in this regard because Smith just won the cup. And these guys on this team, on the Penguins, who've won the cup here, have to be able to relate to what that'd be like. You know, Smith just spent the summer celebrating with the cup and carrying it from here to there and participating in various events with the Golden Knights even after signing with the Penguins some softball game or something like that where he he won the event with a home run and he's you know getting mobbed by his Vegas teammates and everything he's he's already a penguin there's got to be an assimilation period yeah th- the real reason that they're here early is an ice cold one and that's that they need to keep their legs moving they need to be able to skate you don't use training camp to get into shape that ended 40 50 years ago you need to show up ready to really really let it fly from the first time Sullivan blows the whistle but you also kind of need to get to know each other you need to start figuring out everybody's nicknames although it's usually not that hard it's whatever their name is with a y at the end i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of penguins we'll do another one of these monday when it will be the week of the opening of training camp